Deliverance Temple. Amen. Thank you for your giving. We appreciate you for your giving. We're going to bow our heads and pray over the preaching moment, do our confessions, and then we'll bring up our speaker. So let's bow our heads. Dear gracious Heavenly Father, God, we thank you for this time to hear from you. Thank you for the word of God. Thank you for the woman of God that will share the word of God. God, we pray that you would speak through her mind, think through her, uh, I mean, speak through her voice and think through her mind, God, that you would illuminate all of us and illuminate our ears and our hearts so that we could hear what thus saith the Lord, God. And we thank you, Father, that revelation knowledge will flow freely, unhindered, unchecked, and uninterrupted by any satanic or demonic forces. And we give you praise for it in Jesus' name. And everybody says, amen. All right, with your Bibles in your hands, come on, repeat after me. This is my Bible. I am what it says I am. I can do what it says I can do. I will have what it says I will have. I'm a part of Deliverance Temple, where we love by living our vision every day. We connect with our Creator continually. We confess our deliverance consistently. We commit to serve creatively. We communicate Christ's love compassionately. Father God, feed me your word. If you believe it, go ahead and make some noise this morning. Amen. Amen. It brings me great pleasure to, to bring up our speaker for the hours, none of the minister, Ruth Athlone. Let's say amen to her as she comes. Praise the Lord, everyone. Isn't it good to be in the house of the Lord? Amen. What, is, what I always say, this is the day that the Lord has made. Hey, we'll be rejoice and be glad in it. I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. Amen. Amen. Well, I was going to do that, the connect and all that, but Pastor, you know, he took care of that for me. He prayed, he took care of that for me. So, but what I will say, uh, thank God for my family. I thank God for my family. You know, we online, we call each other Woods Nation. Thank God. Yeah, there you go. Make some noise, Woods Nation. Thank you for your support. I do appreciate it. You guys are used to me, so it won't be hard for them <laughs> to listen to me. They are used to me. Um, so, we can get. Let's see where they at up there. Well, the topic of um, my subject for this morning is aim. You know, we're living in a time now where everyone is aiming. And, and they're aiming in a very negative way. It's not positive. So we definitely need some righteous aiming in the land. Amen. I can say we, that's what we need. So, but how do you handle or manage Difficult situations, crisis, challenges, circumstances, mishap, even long-term unfavorable condition. What must one do? One must aim. 
Amen. The, uh, our pastor ministered on being armed about two weeks ago. And that aim, as you see, is going to be in an acronym format. And as we go, go on with the message, you'll, you'll, it, it should be clear. So he ministered on being armed about two weeks ago. Now that we know we are armed, we must take what we've been armed with and aim. Amen? So what are we armed, armed with? Truth, righteousness, peace, faith, the heaven of salvation, the word of God, and, and prayer. But what is truth? Truth is that which is consistent with the mind, will, and character of God. What is righteousness? Righteousness is the divine attribute that describes God's character. What is peace? Peace is quietness, is security, and is confidence. What is faith? Faith is evidence without proof. What is the helmet of salvation? It's the firm promise. What is the word of God? It's what God says. And what is prayer? Prayer is what? Communicating with God. These are our, these are our armor. Amen? So, now, what is, what is our armor used for? To stand, to believe, to be confident, to speak the word of God as we aim. So, if you can uh, bring up Ephesians 6, the scripture uh, 13 and 19. Wherefore, take, take unto you the whole army of God, that you, may be, that you may be able to withstand in the evil day. Having done all to stand, stand. Amen. Stand therefore, having your loins girt about with truth. Amen. We went over what truth is. It's consistent with the mind of God. And having on the, bright, the breastplate of righteousness and your feet shod with the preparation of the God of, of the gospel of peace. What is the gospel of peace? It's good news. Amen. Above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith you should be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked, and take the helmet of salvation, that firm promise, and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God, praying always, with all prayers, meaning communicating always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplications for all saints. What do, what do you do? What do you aim at? You aim at the problem because if you don't get it, it's going to get you. So you have to aim at the problem. Amen? You have to aim at the problem. One of the saddest things, and some of you probably recall this, one of the saddest things I've ever seen air on TV is a young man that chased a police officer down with a machete. I don't know if some of you remember that on TV. It was a, they aired it and killed him. The officer was armed, but he didn't aim. And he didn't aim at the problem. The young boy was furious. He was so determined. His intention was so strong to take him out, and, and he did. Aim, the definition, that's the definition to aim is to intend or direct for a particular purpose or effect. It's a desire. 
It's a direction as what you aim at. It's an intention, what you're trying to accomplish. It's an objective. It's a plan. It's a goal. And it's a target. Amen. That's what it is. How did I, how did I come about with this topic of this subject today? Why did the Lord speak to, to me? You know, uh, last year was a real difficult year. I made it. I think the Lord really helped me. I thank God for what I went through. It definitely, and I had to aim, made me a much better person. Amen. I drew, it caused me to draw, even draw even more closer to the Lord. So this is how I came about with the subject with this topic. I was taken to the hospital and they was running all kinds of tests. I, you thought <laughs> I still had the 80-20 at the insurance. The computer hadn't updated. So they was after the 80. I get it because it's called business. I do get that. Well, I was, at that time I was switching over to a different insurance. So when you get 65, they start pressuring you. <laughs> And, and, there was, and there was a 30-day gap. Long story short, those 30 days, I wasn't covered. And as I lay there, I was contemplating what I was going to do, how to handle this unprepared moment in my life now, right now, how I was going to pay this. One thing I refuse to say is you can't get blood out of a turnip. I don't care for that saying. It's easy for us to say that in the United States. They just turn uh, it over to the collection agent. But some countries, they come get the kids, the cat, the dog, the wife, and the blood if they have to. Thank God, amen, for the, un for the United States. But then the Lord interrupted my thoughts and said, aim. And I envisioned a target in my mind, and I could see the arrow hitting the bullseye. What was the Lord saying to me? Let that bill be your objective. Let it be your plan, your goal, your target, and then aim. And watch me help you subdue it. You'll see my hand in it with you. And God was. Amen. One thing I knew for sure is that whatever he was going to do, it would be through me and not absent of me. A lot of times we're waiting on the Lord to do, but you have to participate. You have to participate. Amen. That comes along with believing. Amen. And so one of my favorite scriptures is, so also faith, if it does not have works, deeds actions of obedience to back it up by itself is destitute of power inoperative and is dead that's where we get that from and that's one of my favorite scriptures faith without works is dead I'm the one had to do the aiming and the Lord was going to get in what the aim amen James oh, I'm going to drop down to James 2 and 20 I may be moving a little faster than the that up there. This is James. What was James was doing? He was writing to a, a group at the Jerusalem church. This is what he's saying. Are you willing to be shown proof? You foolish, unproductive, spiritually deficient fellows that faith apart from good works is inactive 
and ineffective and worthless. So what he was saying was, you know, what he, he was doing, if you read, he was overemphasizing that both of them worked together. He wasn't, he wasn't negating the fact that you didn't need faith, but he was insisting that a genuine faith must be, must be accompanied with works to produce results in good works. That's what he was, he kept emphasizing them to reassure this is what you need to do to, if you want to get this done. So, but it's like, actually he was saying this, faith without works is like have a, having a car and no keys. You're not going anywhere. It's like having a gun and no bullets. You can't defend yourself. It's like having a swimming pool but no water. You can't swim. It's like having a sling and no stone. It's useless. Amen. That, but you have to put it, those things I named, they, have, they work together. They work together. Amen. The Lord needs us active in our lives. He really does. He really does. But what happens when you're, you're armed and you aim. The acronym for aim is first you have to admit you have a problem. You have concerns. You have challenges. I, then you have to be intentional about working on it. You have to be intentional about your focus, your goals, and your target. Why? Because M, you don't want to miss what God is going to do. Amen? So when you're aiming, one of the things about missing, when you're aiming at something, one thing none of us like to do is what? Miss. You don't want to miss. That's why the scripture said the Lord, the Lord is saying with him, the Lord is saying with him on your, on your side, you're good. The scriptures say if God is for you, who can be against you? Who can be your foe if God is on your side? The Lord is on my side, David said. I will not fear what man can do unto me. He also said it is better to trust in the refuge of the Lord than to put what confidence in man. What is he really saying? Trust the God in the man. Don't put the confidence in the flesh. But what's a biblical example of someone who aimed? 1 Samuel 17, 48 and 9. This story is about David and Goliath. No one would face this giant, but David did, armed with a sling and stone, and he aimed. Why? Because Goliath was the problem, and his faith was in God. Let's go to the scripture, um, 48. When the Philistine came forward to meet God, David ran quickly towards the battle line to meet the Philistine. Why did he do that? When there's a problem, you must confront it. Don't run from it, because if you're running from it, you can't aim at it. You can't aim at what you're running, what you're running from. And, and don't hide. Don't, don't pretend it doesn't exist, hoping it will go away without any effort on your part in denial. So first David done was he acknowledged to himself that David was the problem defying God's army. And he's, what did he say? You've got to go. You've got to go. So what did he do? David, 49th verse, David put his hand into his bag, took out a stone, and slung it. When he slung it, that was his aim, and God got in it. And it struck the Philistine, which is Goliath, sinking into his forehead. He fell on his face to the earth. 
He took him out before he got him. He, he took him out before he got him. How many of you know that stone did not kill that giant? It took God to get in that aim and take him out. Amen? So what is the Lord saying to us without acknowledging that something has happened or is happening, you won't aim. You will not take it. You will not aim. That is why the Lord told me, admit to yourself, when you get this bill, you go on. You are going to on. But he said, but if you aim, if you admit you have a concern, if you be intentional about working on it, with me, you're not going to miss you will not miss. So it took a while for it to get to me. But the day I saw it in the mail, I could, the Lord was prompting me. when he, he said, open it. He said, when you open it, then that's you acknowledging it. When I open it, it was $23,000. I said, well, then I called them. When I called, that was me aiming and to make arrangements. The very first call, they knocked off a couple thousand. The next time I called, I got a lady, and she said, this portion of the bill don't even make sense, so I'm just going to put it somewhere. I'm sure she put it in the trash. I never, I never saw that portion of the bill again. That was $5,000 off because I aimed. Every time I called and we negotiated, thousands would be removed. Now it's down to 895 because I called and I called. But Brother Marsha told us, you don't pay a bill and not call and negotiate. I, I learned that in, the, in our financial class. I'm down to $895. I call and a young man picks up and I said, can we negotiate what's left of this balance? And he said, yes. He said, if you send me 500, I can't remember the change. He said, I never saw the rest. That gave me a zero balance in a year because I what? I aim. Now, what is the Lord saying to his people? What would the Lord have me to say to encourage you about aiming in very difficult times, in times where you're concerned, in times where you're challenged? What would the Lord have for me to say to you? He would say this, admit that you have a problem, that you have concerns, that you are being challenged, that you do have someone. Admit, even if you have unforgiveness, if you have low self-esteem, you have to admit it. If you have a drug problem, you have to admit it and acknowledge it. If, you, if, you're, if you're addicted to pills, you have to acknowledge it. If you have debt, you have to acknowledge it. If you're dealing with mental illness, you have to acknowledge it. Laziness, if you're late everywhere you go, you have to acknowledge it. If you're overeating, you must acknowledge it. If you need to exercise to feel better, you got to acknowledge that. Amen. If you're dealing with depression, you got to acknowledge it. What about a health challenge? You got to acknowledge it. What if you're having a problem taking your, your medicine? You, know, you really, so you can feel better, but it makes you feel a certain way? You have to acknowledge that. Amen. You have to acknowledge that. What if you're angry? You have to acknowledge it. What if you need counseling? You have to acknowledge if you need counseling, if you need therapy, if you're broken, if you're hurting, if you're a manipulator, 
Amen. If you talk too much, if you're jealous, if you're a thief, you have to what? Admit and acknowledge that. Amen. And if you're in, but you don't know how to get out, you have to acknowledge whatever, whatever you're dealing with, you must aim. Admit, acknowledge, be intentional with your focus, and you will not miss. Amen? And this message is not for condemnation. Amen? This is not for condemnation, condemnation at all. But you have to aim. You have to admit. You have to be in, intentional about working on it, about your focus, about your target, about your goals, and your plans to get through it to overcome it, to subdue it, and sometimes, you know, we don't always overcome everything, but then you have to aim to what to manage it. Some things in life have to be what? Managed. Why? Because you don't want to miss out on what God is going to do. You don't want to miss out on who he's going to use to help you out. You, because what he used Moses to bring what? The Israelite out of Egypt. So, and you don't want to miss out on who he's going to use to bring you out when you aim. You don't want to miss out on your deliverance. You don't want to miss out on the doors he's going to open and the ones he's going to shut. You don't want to miss out on the directions he's going to give you. What did he tell Hagar? Return to your mistress and I'm going to increase your descendants. You don't want to miss out on what God is going to do. You don't want to miss out on his presence. Why? Because the Bible says in his presence is fullness of joy. You're not going to want to miss out on his instruction that he's going to give you as you aim. Amen. What did he instruct the Israelites to do? He, he instructed them to go and borrow what? All what the silver and the gold from the Egyptians. Amen. And then what, what happened to them? They were slave and they left free. They was poor and broke, but they left millionaires because he instructed them. You know when he instructed them? When they cried out to him, that was them aiming at him. He sent a deliverer, which is Moses, which was Moses, and deliver, but they have to what? Aim. You don't want to miss out on the corrections he's going to give you to develop and shape your character. You're not going to want to miss out on the testimony he'll give you for enduring. What about, what about Joseph and his testimony? He said what they meant for evil, God meant it for the good. After he'd gone to prison twice, after he'd been lied on, after he'd been sold, amen, but he what? He aimed, amen. You're not going to want to miss out on your reward, amen, for your faithfulness because the Bible promised if you don't faint, what? You shall reap, amen. So, but I have some good news, amen. All the things I previously named a minute ago, it's just simply mean. You missed the mark. Amen. But God would help us hit the bullseye when we aim. Why? Let's go to the word of God. Romans 3 and 23. Since all have sinned and all have sinned and fallen short of the honor and the glory which God bestows and receives. If there's no one in here can cast a stone because we all have fallen short. That's why the Lord wants us to what? Aim. 
they'll get in on the closing prayer. <laughs> Ecclesiastes 7 and 20, the word says, surely there's not a righteous man upon earth who does good and never sins. What that means, sin, who never missed a mark. Amen? We, we, we are all and everybody has missed a mark. That's why this is not a condemning message. All the Lord wants you to do is whatever's going on, just aim at it. Just Aim at it. Romans 8 and, and 20. For the creation, nature, was subject to frailty, to futility, condemned to frustration. All those things that I named were subject to them. We are subject to them. But the Bible said, not without hope. Who's the hope? It's Jesus. That's why you have to aim. That's why you have to depend on him. That's why you have to call him. That's, and you have to pray. That's why you have to rely on him. Amen. You have to what? Aim. I got one more scripture to go. David said, I acknowledge my sin. I acknowledge where I missed a mark. And my iniquity, I did not hide. I didn't hide. I didn't, didn't pretend. I'm not in denial. He said, I will confess my transgressions to the Lord continuously, unfolding the path to all is told. When you instantly, then you instantly forgave me the guilt and iniquity of the sin, which were I missed the mark. So, when we aim, that's us shooting for the bullseye. Amen. That is us shooting for the bull. And the Lord is there to help us as we aim. So if you can repeat after me. A, what's A for? You have to admit. Admit. You have challenges. Just say admit. You have to admit you have challenges. Concerns. I, you have to, we have to be what? Intentional. M, because we don't want what? Miss what God is going to do. Amen. That's the end. Amen. Thank you so much. Amen. Let's stand to our feet. Why don't you tell somebody, I'm shooting for the target. Amen. And we thank God for that. Thank God. And I hope you have something that uh, you can take with you from the word. I know there's some things that I yet need to admit before the Lord and keep shooting. But I believe you, you, you'll never, you never make shots that you don't shoot at. You got to keep shooting. All right, let's bow our heads. Dear Gracious Heavenly Father, we thank you for the word of God. Thank you for what we were told to do and what we need to aim at, God. But ultimately, you don't want us to miss out. So, God, as we acknowledge and admit and then we become intentional, then we will not miss out. We will hit the targets that we're supposed to hit the targets. And, God, as we move into 2024, let this be a year 
where we are successfully hitting the things that we are shooting at. God, that we won't have empty resolutions, but we'll actually be growing to higher heights and deeper depths. And we thank you for it. Now, God, bless the people as they leave this place, but never from your presence. God, bless everyone online and give us all what we should have. And we thank you for it in Jesus' name. And let everybody say, amen. amen. God bless you. You are dismissed. If you need prayer for anything, you're more than welcome to come up for prayer.